0: Imagine me and Mawaru you Penguin Drum. I'm Panda, I am your host, and I am here with my co-host, Alice. How are you doing, Alice? I'm doing all right. And we are here with Alice's co-host, Cass. How are you doing, Cass? Hey, hey. And we are here once again to talk about Mawaru Penguin Drum. But before we get started, I have to tell you guys uh, a, a brief anecdote. So... There's this horrible song that my sister likes that I think is like I I don't know probably popular on TikTok or something. Um, and I'm going to because if I have to suffer, I'm going to make all of us suffer. And I am going to play a little clip of it right now. And I hate this song, and I keep getting it stuck in my head because I had to take multiple car trips with my sister, and she keeps playing it because it's like a body positive anthem or whatever. And it's about like the the the, uh, the idea of like a Victoria's Secret model being like made up by like men, men. or whatever. It's baby, it's like babies first. Feminist thought ever. Yeah. And it's very funny, but unfortunately, I keep getting it stuck in my head because it's written to get stuck in your head. And the way I've been combating this is every time I realize that I've got it stuck in my head again, I actively start thinking about the Penguin Drum theme song instead to get that stuck in my head instead. So I've been fighting (laughs) this horrible song with uh, Mawaru Penguin Drum the past few days. (laughs)
1: I did not know that there was a song that would make me unironically appreciate the old power metal hit Victoria's Secret by Sonata Artica more than I already did, but it does.
0: I'm not familiar with that song. I would probably rather have it stuck in my head.
1: You think it's a joke? And it literally isn't. It's literally it's about someone named Victoria and they have a secret. Incredible. Because... People from the Nordic countries make metal with English lyrics, and they don't actually know what those lyrics mean. That's amazing. It is truly inspiring.
0: Honestly, good for them. Anyway, we're here to talk about episode seven of Mawaru Penguin Drum. I have actually, for various reasons, I've ended up watching this episode like four times before we actually ended up recording this episode. I feel like this episode is a dear old friend to me by this point and it is okay, so the name of the episode, I haven't written here, but I know for a fact that the subtitles call it something else. So I'm going to cut to the end of our episode real quick cuz there's like an egg pun. Mm -hmm. The egg chanting girl (laughs) is what the subtitles on my personal copy of Mawar Penguin Drum says this episode is. But the episode, as it's written on Wikipedia, I'm going to drop this in our chat because I feel like Cass, you might have a better chance at this pronunciation than I would. Maybe.
2: Tamahomare. No, I I have no idea what that means. Tamago is egg yeah uh i cannot translate this uh, well I, this I
0: at the very least i thought you might have a better shot at the pronunciation than i would
2: yeah tomahoma is i think how that that's pronounced
0: mm-hmm. yeah uh so these are our two different titles and this is a big ringo
2: episode time for some ringo how are we how are we feeling i've seen it i don't know if alice got a chance to watch it yet oh alice oh
0: god have you not seen this episode
2: um
1: i've watched the beginning of it
0: oh boy oh baby be fun.
1: i'm going back to old school
0: this episode is hilarious honestly i'm actually like aside from like i mean there's a handful of things that are you know obviously very ikuhara about this episode but like on the whole this episode is so funny and alice you're probably gonna There's, like, a moment in this episode that's, like, literally censored, like, in the episode. So, um, we'll get there. Oh, dear. Good luck.
2: I'm sure we'll be fine.
0: Let's get started.
2: It's time to begin. It's 1048 p.m. Do you know where your Ringo is? She's under Tabaki's house reading (laughs) her diary while she just sits and fantasizes about how beautiful their married life is. <laughs> and in an adorable little gag, uh, she slaps like a little bit of the starstruck little stars that are falling down to her, and it's a mosquito. And uh, also show us here too. Yeah, <laughs> just impatiently waiting for her to just give him the diary, going like. Hey, is this Project M thing a marriage thing? What's going on here?
0: Throughout the episode, we're going to have several points where people are trying to figure out what the M stands for in Project M.
1: It obviously stands for Meteor.
0: Um, we're not going to so- like <laughs> it, is what I have to say. <laughs> I really like this little incense burner that she has. It almost, at first, I was like, is that like some sort of... Cooktop burner. Yeah,
1: I didn't know. I didn't realize that was incense. That makes. But fun.
0: yeah, it's it's a it's an
2: incense burner. It's. Incense. I, I'm pretty sure it's a uh, an anti mosquito incense burner. Oh, okay.
0: I mean that would make sense, especially considering she swatted away a bug earlier.
2: Yeah, Shoma just kind of asked it "Hey, how long are you going to keep this up? Are you going to do this for a while?" And she says, "Until my mission is complete." Project M, remember. The M doesn't refer to marriage as in getting married, right? Uh, this is one of those things where, like, watching the episode in Japanese, if you watch it in English, that sentence doesn't make it- this sentence wouldn't make a ton of sense. But obviously in Japanese, he's using the English word marriage and then switches to the Japanese term for that, which is kekkon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Project M is a grand and creative plan, Ringo announces.
0: She dismisses his concerns that M stands for marriage- <laughs>
2: It's a grand and creative plan. How is it creative, Ringo? Uh, also, there's a little gag where Penguin 2 finds a shit ton of cockroaches, and he just has this determined look in his little... Uh, I his really little I really
0: hate the little bit with the cockroaches. It's so gross.
2: <laughs> it's- I know.
1: I can't help but point out that this came out after Gundam Wing.
2: Yep. Uh, by the way, Shoma shoots down Ringo's daydreaming about what Tabagi is doing right now by saying, "Well, he's single, so he probably looks at internet porn when he's when it's the night and there's no one well, around." So what the
1: fuck is up with his like eyes?
2: I think that's just a
0: bad drawing. This
1: is, I, listener, please pay attention to the drawing that she one of the the, the, the uh, photo that she has on the floorboards on the underneath the floorboards because his eyes are like Studio Dean levels of of not. Oh, it's up. not that bad okay his the the bottom of the right eye is literally the top of the left eye i know <laughs> it's that bad it's it's studio dean bad
2: i don't know if it's like you know you're right now that i look at oh god it's the more i look at it the more I'm like salvador dollying oh we <laughs> can stop please go to the next slide go to the next slide no he's single so he probably looks at internet porn at night uh Ringo insists that Tawaki doesn't look at that kind of thing because he's pure and driven as the snow. Ringo, how are you a how are you the creepiest stalker in anime? <laughs> how is it that you, the teenage girl, are in fact the creepiest like sexual predator in this show? Yet. <laughs> Yet. Are you guys Telling me there's a third act twist where we get a bigger predator than Ringo. No, well, none of us know. We know there will be because it's an Ikuhara show. But also, fucking, why would you tell me this? None of us know. So, I mean, now now that you said it, it's like no. There, there, there has to be. There's always a fucked up sex person in an Ikuhara show.
1: It's like I want to be here. She's Shoma.
2: Kind of like goes. Ringo tells Shoma, "You should leave," and he's like, "I, I don't." really want to be here, but I can't leave until you give me your stupid fucking diary.
0: Mm-hmm. And apparently uh, Ringo has found out what Tabuki was doing. He was writing her an email. She says it's a love letter. Uh, meanwhile.
1: We get this as the penguin is overlooking, uh the fields of the, of the slain.
0: <sighs> and uh, then we get our theme song time.
1: Once again, the theme song is great.
0: I like it quite a bit.
1: I wish I could hear it.
0: Can you not just uh, like play it in your mind at all times?
1: Well, actually, yes. I actually had it in my head today because I was thinking about we were going to be recording tonight. <laughs> I gotta admit, like, I wish we got a little more of the Princess of the Crystal kind of persona and more than just those one scenes, those specific scenes. Because, like, I really love this character design. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's a it's a really neat character design. I feel like we might get more but uh since my recollection of the future is so vague i I cannot say for sure
2: anyway ringo has been invited on a date to the theater with tabuki and she's so excited that she's picking out clothes for her date this could not possibly go wrong in any way she
0: is saying like Oh, you know, Tabuki told me that someone gave him the tickets to a popular show, but oh, this yeah. is just a cover. Of course he wanted to go on a date with date me. Date
2: with me. Yeah.
0: Unlike what is the more realistic uh explanation, which we will find.
2: Ringo has never been accused of having overmuch intelligence. Let's let's put it that way. Yeah uh head empty uh i would say heart pure but no it is very I mean, much you
1: pure. say that but she also managed to create a like living space underneath someone's house so her heart
2: is pure
0: it's just complicated
1: <laughs> but, you know, i think it's better to be say that she has a low wisdom set but extremely high insight.
2: anyway she does pick a very cute outfit she's got a little pearl necklace and a little orange like dress and skirt She is, and she excitedly goes on her way to destiny. In Ikabukuro. Where she is going to see, of course, The Tragedy of M, M standing for Marie Antoinette, which is a Takarazaka review. Starring Yuri Tokikako. Yes, it is the one that has in fact been the uh, subject of the fantasy sequences that Ringo has had in previous episodes. And we get to see uh, Yuri on stage, and she's great. Yeah, honestly, this,
0: uh, all the stage bits in this episode are really good.
2: <laughs> and she is instantly destroyed by the fact that Tabuki was, in fact, as we all guessed, given the tickets.
1: I am the princess of this country. This is making the part of me that actually knows things about Marie Antoinette when I have a seizure.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, Takarazuka performances are not known for their commitment to historical
2: accuracy.
1: This is some don't cry for me Argentina shit.
2: Oh, absolutely. To be fair, Don't Cry for Me, Argentina, at least, is slightly a higher level of stuff like that than this. I'll also point out, though, that like this is not the first time I've seen uh, a work of Japanese fiction do this with Marie Antoinette. I don't know what it is about her specifically as a figure, but this is a pretty popular pop culture depiction of her.
0: Oh, yeah, totally. Media.
2: The specific idea of Marie Antoinette, the romantic princess who gladly went to her death and was not, in fact, you know, cruel to the populace in any way, and, you know, was like the last noble person of the ancient regime, is an enduring and popular one in Japanese media. Uh, My source for this is not, in fact, that I made it the fuck up, although uh, the only direct concrete example I can give of this that I have seen and uh, outside of this is the fact that Marie Antoinette is one of the many, many minor characters in Fate Grand Order, and she is the bubbliest, sweetest Moe girl.
0: Well, I mean, there's also Rose of Versailles that, like, yeah. is not, like, specific. I mean, Marie Antoinette isn't the main character, but she's a main character.
2: Yeah, like, there- there's a bunch of... Japan's view of French history is maybe the they they like to focus on the version they wish had happened. Anyway. Not even Like mostly French history, but also just like European
0: history in general. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Tabuki is crying while Ringo thinks about how corny this is. And she is aghast at the fact that he is in
1: tears. You think that this would be a moment where she has realized that this disconnect might be meaningful, but no, she's not going on that.
2: Anyway, it's disco time. I appreciate this little uh, tragedy of M uh, watermark in the corner. Is this a real Takarazuka review and they really got a song from it? I I really don't hope. think so.
0: I mean, I know that there are Takarazuka performances about Marie Antoinette. I just don't think that this, this, bes- this feels more like a parody.
2: <laughs> this is great, though.
0: The song is great. Yeah. 10 out of 10.
1: This definitely, like, the, the setting here is giving me simultaneously like utsuna movie vibes and also like uh starlight review review starlight
2: yeah review starlight is in fact a whole takarazaka thing and it was made by an ikuhara alum so that tracks damn we need to do review starlight imagine me and review starlight (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: see there it is
2: (laughs) the time that the time that ikuhara's ghost haunted
1: a giraffe and dormant some guys who had to make an anime about it <laughs>
2: the time the guy who specifically does all the insanely cool industrial realist things for ikuhara got to make his own series and made an industrial realist magical girl transformation and it's the best one in fiction it's so <laughs> fucking good anyway yeah ringo is not enjoying her date
0: <laughs> tabuki is waxing at length about how much he enjoyed the show Oh, it was so good.
2: Anyway, uh, by the way, stylistically all of the uh random crowd people here are subway sign people. Yeah, it on again. <laughs> yeah, like this is a reused device uh from this show. Ikuhara had one good idea once and he will never let it go. <laughs> he had really good ideas, but anyway, uh Ringo seems like she's about to get a break because Yuri gets mobbed by fans, and Tabaki's like, oh no, we'll never get to her at this rate. Oh well, let's just go for dinner, the two of us. And she's got like, Yeah, this is awesome. I get to have a romantic dinner with Tabaki. My evening isn't gonna be ruined. Five seconds later, Tabaki gets a text from Yuri. She's he's like, Oh, she's so thoughtful, she already got reservations for us at the fanciest restaurant of all time.
1: <laughs> oh god, the way her eyes move just freaks me out. Yeah, it was really funny.
2: <laughs> ah, sweet sheet, so good at moves. Oh my god, I'm sorry. My apologies to Jeff Thu of Mother's Basement for stealing that joke. <laughs> by the way, I love I love Yuri's uh, co-star. So Yuri is offstage, like, getting robbed by fans. She's very clearly standing with her co-star, who is the, um... Oh god, I used to know the specific term for this. We talked about this in Yuri Kuma, and I've forgotten mm-hmm. it. It's a central fucking plot point to how What's-His-Name-From-Yuri-Kuma is presented.
0: I mean the word that I use is bifonen because like it's like bishonen but oh there it's a woman.
2: Yeah, okay. So sp- specifically what this woman is, this bifonen is she is a specific actor archetype for Takarazaka. who she's a male impersonator. She is one of the people who always gets cast in male roles. There's a lot of politics involved in Takarazaka theater in For roles like this specifically, in general there are, but like roles like this one are often very much a thing where it's like you have to have a very specific body type to be considered, but as well as having like the intense amount of talent it takes to perform Takarazaka.
0: Yeah, and also like a lot of times uh, two actresses will be sort of like a, almost like a, a, like a pair, like uh like, they will always play, like, the, the male and the female roles, roles opposite each other. each other. And also, I mean, it is important to note that Yuri's acting wife here, Takarazuka wife here, is literally just Oscar for Rosa Versailles.
1: Yes, she is. You're right, but also, like, this character looks exactly like literally 50 other characters
2: from the 90s.
0: It's because they all wanted to look like Oscar.
2: Yep. It's true. Anyway, it's time to go to a restaurant. Ringo has a little, I think that is an orangeade rather than an orange juice. Because it's got the little uh, orange wedge on on the top. So that's probably like a fresh squeeze, like orangeade type thing. Tabuki is nervous
0: being in such a fancy restaurant.
2: And he has a little champagne glass. And hey here she comes it's heads turn
0: a wind blows rose petals off of a, a rose sitting on a
2: table jury walks in wearing this glamorous fucking days of early hollywood chic dress anyway uh yuri tokikago the actress who we have seen more than once is even more beautiful in person than on tv say so the other people. Ringo just immediately stands up as soon as she gets close, at, like at attention. It's very funny. And she, rather than addressing Tabuki, takes Ringo's hand and says very tenderly, I really wanted you to see me on stage. She's about to say something really fucked up. I convinced Tabuki to invite you. Uh... She's just to say something really fucked up. Am I wrong? I hope it wasn't too much of a bother. Nope.
0: Well, I mean, I would say there is sort of a. I wanted you to see me doing the thing that I am best at because I am better than you and I'm putting you in your place sort of vibe to- You know what? I actually don't think so. I read it that
2: way at first, but I actually think that um, if this were a Mean Girls thing, if this were a Mean Girls thing, she could have invited Ringo herself. I get what you're saying, but like, I y- you watched the
0: Japanese dub of this- I feel like the English dub is really going for the Mean Girls interpretation. English
2: English dub is uh, I do not think capturing how the scene is working here because if it was a Mean Girls thing, Ringo would freak out immediately. She is taken aback by the fact that Yuri pays attention to her first. Because Mm. the if this was just a Mean Girls thing she also would have gone to Tabaki first and immediately got you know done the like turn around hey you know you'll never you'll never get my man like this i don't think she's actually toying with ringo here i think she is genuinely taking an interest in her for some reason and i will be proven right
0: I don't know, but, well, you know, maybe we'll see, but, like, I definitely, that, like, even, not even just, like, from the dub, but also, like, the very idea of inviting Ringo to this definitely felt like a mean girl
2: move. But it's definitely not
1: unambiguously, um, if it, if it was meant to be something else, it's definitely not
2: so. I, I think in this show that weird people who are all hiding shit, where... It, later in this episode, we will get confirmation that Kanba is in contact with, like, some kind of secret organization of some kind. Mm-hmm. I suspect Yuri has another angle.
0: We will have to see.
2: And, uh, th- this is why I think that this is not supposed to read like a mean girl thing. Ringo immediately goes, oh, this is, you know, she she's an actress. She can make a kind smile in her sleep. She'll never, she would never actually do this for a nice reason. This is definitely a black-hearted, you know, Ringo, noted reader of people is having this read. That's how I knew it was wrong.
1: <laughs> I mean, regardless of what it's supposed to be, like, Ringo is definitely probably over-reading um, this. Yes. Well, I
0: mean, she's a teenage girl.
2: Yeah, lady. exactly. <laughs> yep. The read I have on this scene is Ringo is trying her fucking hardest not to be charmed by Yuri, who has not, up to this point, done anything directly mean to her at all. In uh, fact, she's no, been, out of, her, that's she's not been true. out of her way to be nice to her multiple times.
0: Uh, that's not true. In the, the bird watching scene, like, when they're out of the park, like, she very clearly is, like, mean-girling Ringo and being, like, you're- She like, does. Tabaki wants me, and you're gonna have to, like, fight me for him,
2: basically. Well,
0: she, she, she does. kind of explicitly says that.
2: She does, but here's the thing. She says that after. She says that, but she also could have ratted Ringo out about the whole curry thing and completely cut off her access to Tabaki. I think that was less of a mean girl thing and more of a kid, you're cute, give up while you're ahead.
0: Uh, I mean, like. Uh, The way that she is a mean girl is patronizing, because, like, Ringo is a teenager and she is an adult. Like, she does think that this is sort of cute,
2: but, like... If you are are telling a teenager, please don't go after my boyfriend, my adult-ass boyfriend, and I am also an adult, is that being a mean girl, or is that just letting, kind of letting this teenager know, this is maybe not the best use of your time and energy think
0: think you might be mischaracterizing her by saying that she says please don't go after my boyfriend because that's definitely not yeah,
2: that is fair that is, that is not, not the, the way Ringo. she comes
0: across at all in the actual episode and she is sort of being like oh like I think it's pretty funny that you think you stand a chance she's definitely amused by Ringo I don't know I I'll give you that this specific interaction like it's a little more open to interpretation, but Here, like here's where
2: I think my read is going, and I want you two to hear me out on this. I think Yuri is interested in Ringo for some reason. I don't know why yet. I think she is fucking with her, but the way she is fucking with her is less just is not just like oh I I want to like bully you because you're obvious you have a crush on my man. I think she has a reason to want Ringo to pay attention to her specifically. Hmm. And she is kind of messing with her feelings around Tabuki to keep Ringo in her orbit. I do not know what that is. My guess is she wants her diary. I think she's also going for the penguin drum. We will see.
0: I don't know that I think you're necessarily wrong. I just also think that, like, I think she is also,
2: like, part of this is also being a mean girl. I mean, there's definitely elements of it. There, this, this this scene in particular does not come off as like the most mean girly to me because it, she is being genuinely disarming here
0: yeah but that's the point is like she is an actress so she's not gonna be the only time she's been mean girl is when she's been talking to Ringo one-on-one Tamaki's right here
2: that is fair all right here's here here's what we do to resolve this listeners we will set up a poll on <laughs> Twitter, and I want you all to vote now on your phones after this episode comes out to tell us what you think. If you have seen Penguin Drum all the way through, listeners, and you know how this plays out, do not tell people. Do not post in the replies. Yeah, no spoilers. Them. Do no not spoilers. spoil. Do not spoil these these beautiful innocent babies or me we do not want to know we will find out but if you are interested in like sharing your thoughts you know just anonymously click in the thing and we will see who we will see how the poll breaks out we will talk about it in a future episode mm-hmm. and we will settle this at the end of the series that's yeah. how this is playing out i do think you're
0: right about so there there is some other motive going on with yuri that we don't know about yet so yeah Because I, like, I know that there is something else. I just don't know anything about what is there. I just know that Yuri is not just, like, a side
2: character. Yeah, I I think she's going for the penguin rum, and I think we'll find out why in an upcoming episode. So we'll we'll see what's (laughs) happening.
0: Ringo is characterizing Yuri as a killer whale woman.
2: (laughs) And she just imagines, like, this killer whale jumping out of the ocean and fucking murking a seal with Tamaki's face, which is hilarious. (laughs) It's extremely funny. She must have devoured countless victims. The killer whale woman stops at nothing. She's imagining a whole sexual history for Yuri.
0: Yeah, she is imagining some, like, casting couch type bullshit, imagining that Yuri has uh,
2: seduced old men in bars in order to, before, like, to her advance roles. her career. Yeah, it is intensely outgutter. I do love the, the joke of, like, the old man in Ringo's fantasy having, like, a little you know, a piece of paper with, like, a, a name or a word on it, just taped over his face. Unfortunately, the subtitles do not tell me what those characters no.
0: are. No.
2: So I, Listeners, I think-
0: if you know what this man's face says, write in.
2: Yeah. I was about to say, uh, vote now on your phones. <laughs> um, she has to, like, dab at his, his leg. Oh, it says Kingpin! Oh, oh, there him. it is! Oh, it's just a thing saying. He I think the
0: subtitle just waited until we got like a better, clear
2: image of the. Ah, that's what's going on Andre. there What,
1: what should I do? I do?
2: Oh my god! Anyway, uh, in this fantasy, I guess she went down on him
0: and went back to his room with him. Don't you think I'm the perfect
2: lead for our next play? She says while they sit in their bathrobes and look at the night skyline of Tokyo. <laughs> I guess so. And then she goes down on him again, immediately. And his little kingpin thing falls off, and he's says, fabulous spats. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, uh...
0: A perfectly normal heterosexual thing is to imagine the rival for your love interest- your supposed love interest's affections doing sexual things with other people.
2: <laughs> I know, right? By the way... I love the little shot of the mi- the meal they're eating there. So can we can we rewind to that plate? I mm-hmm. want to do some detective work real fast. It
0: looks like a little steak.
2: It is a little steak. That is an au jus on the thing around it. Uh, the garniture is... That is a, I think like a cheese crisp of some kind underneath the, uh, what look like the string beans there. Mm-hmm. There is a little thing of what looks like calamari. Yeah. And... Those might be bacon from the top of the steak that that are, like, rolled up there. Or, you know, if this is a fancy restaurant, maybe prosciutto of some kind. That would make sense to serve with it. Yeah. Uh, maybe the steak came wrapped in prosciutto. Like, that happens sometimes. Hmm. And, like, there's a little dollop of what looks like potato. This is the fanciest restaurant you can tell because aside from, like, the steak, this is a huge-ass plate with not nearly enough food on it. Mm-hmm. And it probably costs more than your soul. <laughs> Satan will come to this restaurant and try and pay with you and they will kick him out because it's not enough. <laughs> I, that is, I'm sorry, that, that that analogy got away from me. Anyway, <laughs> Ringo is uh, obsessed with the fact that this killer whale woman must be hunting like that every day. Every night, Ringo! How do you think casting couches work? This woman's body and soul are both pitch black under her charade. <laughs> and Yuri's just like, talking with tabuki and having a lovely time anyway how does next sunday sound tabuki asks are you free and apparently they're planning for a little party and yuri would love for ringo to come you know with your cute boyfriend takakura was it and ringo denies that he is her boyfriend
1: which as we know is the quickest way to make people assume that they are your boyfriend
2: yeah and tabuki's like Hey, you should ask Takahari to come with you. After all, he's a bird, but he, he says literally Tori Nakama" in Japanese.
0: Yeah, and the the English dub says, "After all, he's a friend of the birds," which once again sounds like a euphemism for being gay.
2: It does. It really does. Tori Nakama is like breaks me here because the specific connotation of that is just like, ah, he's a bird comrade. He's a comrade <laughs> in our in our. A fellow we have solidarity with in our march with the birds. Uh, a brother in feathers, perhaps? It is very... Every time you hear Nakama in Japanese, like your head should be somewhere between sworn companion, best buddy, and fellow worker. Because <laughs> <laughs> it kind of it hits a little bit of all three of the vibes of all three of those.
1: I guess Naruto really would call you comrade. Yes, you would. That's why I know that, that word. I know that word because of Naruto. <laughs>
2: uh, it is a very popular word in shonen series. Like, I cannot think of a big battle series that doesn't use it at some point for someone. <laughs> Could also mean your fellow gang members. Anyway, thank you for all coming today, Yuri says, at this Count of Monte Cristo-ass beautiful party. By the way, props to Ringo. The girl can dress herself. That's a Holy very cute little dress she's got on. Yeah, she's got this little black party dress with like a little ruffled black and white skirt. And she's got a little black scarf and, you know, the dress is sleeveless. She's got a little white purse to accessorize with it. Girl is on point. I cannot dress myself this well and I'm a grown-ass adult. <laughs> and Shoma found like a... Oh, God, I don't know if that's a suit. I think he switched like a jacket with his school uniform, which would make sense because he's poor. Yeah. Yeah, actually, looking closer, that might just be his school uniform. No, it isn't. His school uniform has a slightly higher, uh, lighter shade of blue on the uh, the coat. That i be-
0: guessing from the fit of that blazer, this was probably a hand-me-down from their dad.
1: Yeah. I, I think so, yeah.
0: It is probably like his shirt and slacks from his school uniform with a hand-me-down blazer. Cause you can yeah. tell that the shoulders are like kind of off his shoulder in a way, and like it bags up around the elbow.
2: Yeah, that's that's a nice little touch. I really like it. Anyway, even if, even if it's not a hand-me-down,
0: or it might have been Kanbas or something. Yeah,
1: I'm. What I'm noticing here is like most people who get suits do not get them fitted properly, and that's because they don't have someone to sh- to kind of guide them through that process. Mm-hmm. And they're getting them sort of like from the mass-produced kind. Which kind of just communicates to me, hey, here's a thing that he didn't have a dad around to teach him how to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he tells her she should just give up already. And she says,
2: don't be ridiculous. I know Tabaki way better than she does. Anyway, uh, Shoba just immediately dips over to the fucking buffet and goes like, hey, can you pack up a bunch of food for me to go? (laughs) Uh, Spot the poor kid. Ringo yanks him away and goes like, what the fuck are you doing, my dude? And he's like, I'm bringing some food home to Hamari.
0: She grabs him by the ear and asks him if he was listening to her.
2: Anyway, I'm talking about her. I'm talking about that black widow. You have to watch her and make sure she stays away from Tabuki. And she's like, he's like, I don't want to do that. He's like, I won't give you my diary if you don't. And he's like, fine. So she Scooby snacks him with threats.
0: Uh, meanwhile, penguin number two is helping himself to uh sandwiches from the buffet and he's well we'll we'll get to what he's actually doing uh we're interrupted by a speech from yuri's acting partner who like i knew her name i think it's her name is like yuki or something
2: anyway anyway uh She announces that uh, Yuri has an important announcement to make. Come on, my love! Yeah, a a lot
0: of times, like, that sort of working relationship will be like, uh, you know, like, work marriage.
2: So they'll use affectionate terms for one another. Yep, it is very much that kind of deal. Anyway, uh, Yuri comes up to a mic and, and thanks everyone for coming out to her party today. She has a little announcement to make. This is sudden, there's something I have to tell you. I'm retiring from the sunshiny troop after the next play. And as Shoma and Ringo sit there, stunned, wondering where the fuck Tabuki is. They're about to find out. She wants to introduce, in his silver-ass suit, which is just... He cleaned up way too well for this. you Tabuki! Hey, I'm retiring to uh, getting... Because I'm getting engaged to this dude. Everyone is just going like, Congrats, thanks! She's like, Thank you, everyone! I will retire from acting to pursue a new beginning with the person I love, but I will forever treasure the wonderful time I spent on stage. And she actually seems to genuinely start crying while Ringo is being destroyed emotionally in her soul. And Yuri's acting partner jumps in and goes like, stop, stop, let's not cry on this joyous occasion.
0: Now everyone, please give a round of applause.
2: Yuri's acting partner is very much playing like Father of the Bride here. Oh yeah. Which is great. Honestly... Multiple things about this scene. Number one, this is the most this is kind of a subtly fucked thing, but you will notice that um no one think at all thinks it's weird that Yuri is retiring from acting because she's getting engaged. Isn't it a Tucker Zura thing? That is. That I, well that's not that it's a shortest thing in Japan in general. You Well, I think general... it's kind of a
0: a thing in Japan in general, also. Like I've heard of uh you know, like, office workers well, yeah, like quitting their jobs after
2: they get engaged. They will, but, like, that is less common now. For Oh, for sure. I, I just think, meant, like... But this is... But it, it is a thing that's not unheard of. Like, career women in Japan will often, you know, retire to do a thing. What's unusual here is, like, it's not unusual... As with a lot of the world, it's not unusual for women to retire to focus on raising children. Mm -hmm. And even that's less common because the hours Japan demands of its workforce are outstripping the ability for Japan to hold on to two parent homes. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, think about your parents. Like, I know they're divorced, so it's a little bit of a special case, but, like, they are both working. What's unusual here is she's getting, she's retiring to get engaged. That is a specific entertainment industry thing and not even all of the entertainment industry. It's specifically things like being an idol and being in Takarazuka. Mm -hmm. There is sort of an expectation that if you are going to have a personal life like that, if you are going to pursue a relationship, you have to either A, not do it at all until you're at least 25, or B, if you're going to do it, do it so far out of the public eye, there's no chance of it coming to the surface. Mm -hmm. And if it does, you're kind of expected to step out of the limelight and give up your career. Mm-hmm. This is you know, Takarazuka, the conventions are a little bit different than idol stuff but like it is not uncommon for idols to have this happen to where they will graduate out of whatever unit they're in to, mm-hmm. to the this is a friendly reminder that the politics of Japanese theater and entertainment uh, for for actresses in general are really fucked. Yeah. And the scene kind of ha- is running on that. Anyway, Ringo's fantasizing about the killer whale dragging off the smiling Tabaki seal into fucking hell.
0: And as she collapses, because she's holding on to Shoma's ear, she pulls him to the ground as well.
2: Oh no, a metaphor for the plot.
0: (laughs) Penguin number two takes another bite out of a sandwich and puts, it, puts back. it
2: back he has been taking a single bite out of every single sandwich it is what extremely mad bad hero yeah that's right fuck up that party you go dude. it's so funny <laughs> anyway uh guess what time it is it's time to go to Akasaka Mitsuke. today's advertisement from double h uh takes a while for us to see the full thing of but it's like what the little pink-haired double H girl is doing a fucking street fighter pose while she destroys a barrage of hearts being sent by the little nondescript person. While that is happening, Ringo says, my Project M will not be hindered by something so trivial.
0: Something so trivial as Yuri and Tabuki getting engaged.
2: Like, very big, uh, I'm not mad, I'm not sad, I'm not angry. I'm not owned, I'm not owned. He says, I'm, I'm not owned, I'm not owned. I mean, I'm the one who's living under the same roof as Tabuki, she says. <gasps> I mean, props to her. She is, in fact, living directly underneath that roof and floor. <laughs> the show kind of points out, you're just, and she interrupts him. He and I are destined to be together. Nothing more than he a test. back to uh, this Street Fighter destruction of hearts, because it's like poetry. It rhymes. Ringo, like, leans into show and goes, hey, buddy, how old are you? And we cut back to the little advertisement, and as show tells her she, he is 60, we finally see the end of it, which is uh the blue-haired mm-hmm. double-H member is sweeping up the broken hearts into a little, fi- <laughs> a little pile of fire. <laughs> the public service announcement for this week is, know when to give up. <laughs> I cannot help but notice that the joke of all of these advertisements so far has in fact been we will not be following them. (laughs) (laughs) All of the things you should have done anyway on another train uh, playing the same advertisement while Penguin number one the absolute unit does pull-ups on the little uh, hang straps. Kanba receives another envelope full of money so that he can pay off this month's rent for their little house from the same black clothed guy with a fedora on. And then he shows him the little wrapper casing for the little penguin ammunition that, oh my god, I've lost her name already. We are only an episode. Asami? Yeah, Asami uh, uses. No, Asami was hit with. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that's what I meant. Uh, Natsume uses them.
2: Natsume, thank you, that Natsume uses. And goes, by the way, this is the kind of thing that only a select few people could get their hands on. It really wasn't done by your people. This guy's just like, shakes his head, I believe. No, we don't actually see him do that, I don't think. Yeah, he
0: doesn't actually do anything. Yeah,
2: we just cut away and we see Natsume sitting, uh, doing evil crimes. like. She is in an adjacent train car. Reading her evil magazine and going, gosh, I must crush him soon. Her evil crocodile cooking magazine. I know. I, I don't know what it is, but something about this this one shot we've paused on to talk about it very much does give me that the energy of that little meme. I will do so many evil things today. Evil cooking, evil cleaning, evil <laughs> laundry. And
0: it turns out uh, Natsumi has her own project M. She gets. She's on her phone, uh, on the train car, and on the window behind her is a sign saying not to be on your phone on the train. And an old lady chastises her for, uh, being on her phone, and she apologizes.
2: How dare you on
1: your phone? Why are you not supposed to be on your phone on train? Um,
0: probably because it's you know like you're having you could be having like a loud conversation. It's kind of rude.
2: The train etiquette in Japan is very is very for about stuff like that because there's usually a lot of people on there and like your conversation doesn't even have to be that loud for you to be stuck cramped talking to someone else in their ear uh that's fair
0: plus like uh train culture in general in japan like you're supposed to be quiet on the train
2: shut the fuck up we are all gonna be we all have places to go None of us want to think about each other. You don't want to
0: annoy other people. Yeah. And it looks like Shoma and Ringo are sneaking into the all-girls school.
2: Yep. Uh, And Shoma's complaining about it. I I had to remember who was speaking before I started narrating here. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's time for the most awkward... So this is... This is a... This scene's a thing. Uh Uh-huh. And... I was terrified for about 15 minutes, I will have to say, when I first put this episode on. I had to pause for a minute and go like, oh god, are they going to? Because my first thought when I saw those candles and this mood lighting was, oh no, is this like a wax play thing? Oh god. <laughs> no, unfortunately it is much weirder. <laughs> I, think, I kind of think I would have preferred the wax play.
0: Alice, are you emotionally prepared to receive uh, images uh, that might harm you?
1: This whole time, dear listener, I have been quietly waiting. I have been promised something that will alarm me, and currently I have not seen it, so I'm waiting eagerly.
2: Uh, So there is a pentagram on, like, a little table. Uh, Ringo has lit some candles around it, and she has a little thing covered in cloth, and she dramatically removes the cloth, and there's a fucking toad in there.
1: Oh, I don't like the way that was drawn something it has too many lines
2: in it welcome to delcamara's magic potion class a very very legit and obviously not
0: I'm sorry are you casting doubt on the esteemed lessons of dalcamara hyphen lovers dot jp
2: <laughs> yeah a very a very normal and very obviously real website that is obviously run by reputable sources anyway uh it has a little entry for the the egg-chanted frog, which is a picture of the obviously same type as um, the one Ringo has. It is apparently a miraculous frog that surfaces but once every 16 years. Frog. allowed to spawn eggs on the back of a 16-year-old boy under the full moon. Um. Are you emotionally ready to receive images that may harm you, Alice?
1: Well, I am alarmed.
2: The crushed powder of its dried eggs is an elixir of love.
1: This is a fucking cultivation shit.
2: Man and woman who share the elixir will be bound by eternal love. Uh, To which Shoma's like, yeah, right. And then Ringo immediately goes, all right, well, there, that's all the explanation I think you need. Take your shirt off. You read it, right? We're going to make it spawn eggs. (laughs) You want the diary, right? Take off your shirt, Shoma.
0: Oh boy,
1: for, Himari. for Himari's sake! Look at way. Look at her fucking face. She's like so earnest looking. Fuck you.
2: Yep. Yeah. And Shoma is just he cannot respond. So Shoma ends up laying on his belly on the table with his shirt off. The very, very obviously mucusy, slimy frog gets pulled out of its thing and put on his back, and he's like, "Oh, that's gross feeling." uh it is just covered in slime y'all real frogs are not this slimy and they sit there for a while for 2 hours ringo says so for 2 hours this thing's been sitting on shoma's back motionless
0: and meanwhile shoma is chanting to himself for himari for himari
2: and ringo's like eh, it's not spawning eggs the ideal spawning temperature is forty-two degrees Celsius. Will one of you someone who knows uh temperatures very well explain to me how to rebudget my forty-two degrees Celsius into Fahrenheit? Um, that's really fucking hot. It
0: is 107 degrees according to the internet.
2: Oh yeah, the temperature at which you can get heat stroke and fucking die.
0: She asks him if he can do that, and he's like, no, I can't do that.
2: The best part of this is, like, it's like when he doesn't say, she's like, you can do that, right? He's like, no. Cut (laughs) immediately to her setting up, having rigged up a a bunch of things to increase the temperature. Spotlights fucking uh, little vials of shit on Bunsen burners because I think they're in the chemistry lab. She's got a fucking blow dryer pointed directly at the frog. He is sweating, y'all. Oh, oh
1: my god, this is still awful.
2: Uh, welcome to the sauna, my dude. Oh. The frog is now sweating. Its mucus is just pouring off his shoulders. Do
1: they have to do, like, every muscle on the frog?
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, the frog is opening its mouth. Ringo begins blowing on it. Uh, The frog is looking disturbingly like it's about to have an orgasm as Ringo Patch shows butt like he's a puppy. And she says something is coming out and (laughs) the way it is drawn and pixelated, it looks like the frog has in fact shit all over Showa's back.
0: A big pile of pink shit. (laughs) Y'all
2: are fucking welcome.
0: Ringo freaks out because it is gross,
2: and show was just sitting there like, "Why? What did you expect?" Meanwhile, immediately, penguin number one, penguin number two, or penguin number two eats the eggs.
0: Yeah, just slurps up all of those eggs. The sound effect, the sound effect is horrible.
2: And Ringo looks down the eggs. Oh no,
0: where did they go? (laughs) They were were there just now. And Shoma's like, uh, no one knows.
2: I wonder where they went. Anyway, survival strategy.
0: Survival (laughs) tactics.
2: It's time. Welcome to Rock Over Japan. After a couple of episodes where we got it early, it's uh, refreshing to get one late in the episode again. Mm Hmm. I don't think we get one next episode.
0: Oh no. How could you tell me this? I'm sad. (laughs) Better to be emotionally prepared for it. Yeah, that's fair. What you really need to know about me is that I'm a rock and roll man and I'm in a rock and roll band.
2: (laughs) We've crossed countless towns spreading our song, continuing to torment these cowardly fools.
0: Is Mawaru Penguin Drum a mecha anime?
2: Yes. (laughs) In a very, very limited sense, yes. Anyway, welcome to... It's it's uh,
1: more of a mecha anime than... Listen up, you little wives who will
2: never amount to anything. Obtain the Penguin Drum. And Shoma's like, no, we can't, Tabuki's already engaged, we're not gonna do it. (laughs) The window has closed. Princess of the Crystal responds, it's your job. As she continues her magical disturbing, you must do something about it. He says, nope, I've had enough of that occult psycho girl, this is enough, I have reached my limit, I am saying the same word.
0: Kamba says, it's not over yet. I hear men get marriage blues
1: too. What the
2: fuck does that mean, dog? Ringo Oginomi wants to do adult stuff with Tabaki, right? Says Konba. Tabaki is a man. If we plan this right, one a one-night indiscretion isn't out of the question. First of all, subtitlers, no, that's not how you spelled it, indiscretion. Second of all, Konba, what the fuck? Yeah, Konba, what the
1: fuck? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm more upset about the fact they've spelled indiscretion with two S's.
0: Yeah, but... More, more importantly, actually, Kanba, what the fuck are you what what are you saying
1: you you act as if like this this isn't how he has acted the entire time
2: I mean, I know, but ah. this fucking face, I'm sorry, what is going on with it yeah it it's definitely is. A, it's a, it's a face. Shema's just like, my dude, you need to stop looking like that we're We're all thinking it he just said it. The Princess
0: of the Crystal refers to him as slave. It refers to Shoma as slave number two. Yeah,
2: he's like, Wait, me? Yeah, me you, useless you, useless dumbass. Me. Do it by any means. Seduce Tabuki into tapping Ringo Hoganome. Which, <clears throat> I hate the verbiage there. Uh, yeah, just turn her sideways that, so that she uh, can't attack or block next turn.
0: Shoma objects to the Princess of the Crystal using Himari's mouth to say something dirty like that.
2: And immediately gets trap And it's time to initiate the survival strategy. Tabuki is brushing his teeth. Ringo uh, is in her little nightie underneath the house and going, In a rare moment of (laughs) self-consciousness, it was a mistake to depend on such an immoral method. (laughs) No problem. Everything written here has come true. But why did Tabuki get engaged to that woman? No, don't doubt yourself. After all, the destiny belongs to Tabuki and me and Momoka. A friendly reminder, she is doing this because she wants to, you know, become like Momoka. Mm-hmm. If I can just get with the guy Momoka was with, my parents will go- will get back together and love me again. Anyway, time for another uh, fantasy. Please give me another chance, Princess Ringo pleads as two fucking halberds are crossed in front of her and Tabuki sits on a throne by a giant queen toad. The prince
0: and I are fated for each other. It's destiny.
2: It's impossible for you, says Riri's voice. And she begins to enter on a carriage driven by Shoma. This whole paper cutout aesthetic is... Funnier every time it gets used. It's I true love true. that in her own fantasy, uh, Ringo has fucking flowers and sticks and shit in her hair. <laughs> she emerges in her Marie Antoinette costume, and
0: uh, if I'm correct, she's also doing a bit of a reprise of the song from
2: her show earlier in the yep. episode. She is. Did you really think a sturdy skank like you could rule the almighty boulevard dynasty? <laughs> <laughs> Boulevard. Great. Prince Tabuki and I are
0: Fabulous Fabulous
2: Max. Oh, incredible beauty, says Tabuki. And he goes to kiss her hand. And then Rigo is immediately crushed by just like an actual real enchanted frog, which is Giant Toad. Just immediately destroyed. Show me you can bear his child if you can't stand losing to me," says Dream Dreamyuri. Oh my god! Uh... Anyway, uh, guess what? You know how we were saying uh, that there were images in this episode that may disturb you, Alice. It wasn't the toad. I mean, it was partially the toad, but it wasn't the toad—not all the toad. Project oh my god! A maternity mission. We
0: find out what M
2: stands for. Uh, uh, Ringo. no, really, really. Bear Toppicky's child, that's it, the creative symbol of love, Ringo decides. I'm going to sneak into his house by moving a tile in his fucking kitchen.
1: What the fuck?
2: Yeah, Ringo's- What the in actual room.
1: This is the ring. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God!
2: Precious things will become eternal. She says. as She every
1: single shot of this is a nightmare.
2: Anyway, that's the episode. Goodbye. Yeah. (laughs) What
1: did you people watch in episode
2: eight?
0: Oh boy. Um, you're not. Episode eight is a lot. I've already watched it before this recording, and oh um, no. It's a lot. So um, we'll find out uh, in the next episode. Hi, how's everyone doing? Oh my God.
1: Alice,
0: do you need some aftercare after that? Most of this episode I think is very good and very funny, even when it's like really gross. But, I like, mean, I actually
1: love the, the whole like, the, the
2: frog thing is extremely funny.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's fucking hilarious.
2: It's cursed in the best way.
0: But um, yeah, oh boy, um, we're not ready for for episode eight, so.
2: Um, I'm not ready for, I wasn't ready for the end of episode seven, to be honest.
0: Also fair. So how are we feeling about Penguin Drum in general?
1: What a wonderful mix of silly, slice of life, normal 2000s anime, anime antics and The Ring. <laughs> And just sex, high sexual high school horror, just wonderful.
2: Does, Does anyone else get the feeling disgusting. that Ringo is now cur- is currently the main character?
0: <laughs> Ringo is the main character of my heart.
2: Just unbelievable.
0: Anyway, yeah, that's the episode. I I enjoyed it. Me too. The I oh boy, can't we're wait like, for that next episode though. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't even know what to say there. Uh, do we do we have any final thoughts before we close out?
1: I genuinely don't. I'm just that that was distressing. I never. I thought of M words the whole time. I figured it was gonna be. Oh, it's really just reinforcing the whole like she wants to be her 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 sister thing. And that's what the M is and all that. And it's like no, it's just it's it's. Oh my god! I did not expect that. Yeah. And I should have, because that's such a, like, there's a very specific kind of insanity that only, like, teenagers can have. Yeah. And it's, it's just this kind of very specific sort of unhinged that teens have. And that is the kind of, un, it is in the spe, that species of unhinged. And I should have thought about it, at least, if only briefly.
0: I try not to think about maternity if I can help it. So this did take me uh, quite off guard.
1: I'm so sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Dear listener, we did this for you.
0: <laughs> Listeners, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, you could do that at Cast. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you could do that at Pandanata. Alice, where can people find you online?
1: If they wish to find me, for whatever reason, they can find me on Twitter at Lyrewolf, which is L-Y-R-E-W-U-L-F.
0: And, Cass,
1: where can people
0: find the wonderful podcasts that you and Alice do?
2: Would you like to hear about real robots, cool robots, and or real cool robots? I sure would! Please check out Big Steppy. You can find it online wherever fine podcasts are sold. Alternatively, uh, you can check out our Twitter account for the podcast, at SteppyCast.
0: And if you would like to support this show, we have a Patreon that you can find at com. And if you would like to get in contact with us, you can hit us up on Twitter or email us at imaginemeinyutena at gmail.com, or you can fill out the Google form that is in our pinned tweet. That is the best way to let me know that you would like to be a guest on this podcast or just give me your feedback. Or one time somebody just submitted a picture that they thought looked like the, uh, The road that Akio is driving on in the episode, in episode, uh, what is it, 33 with the, uh, where he's on the phone with the Shadow Girls, uh, radio play. Anyway, uh, so that was kind of good. Yeah. Uh, somebody just submitted a picture that they were like, here, I thought you should see this. And I was like, oh, cool. And I retweeted it. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's a, those are ways to get in contact with us. And, if you would like to see me reblog Ikuhara-related fan art, you can do that at imaginemeandyutena.tumblr.com. I think that's all of our things, and I am sleepy, so uh, if it's not, hmm, I'm not going to worry about it. So on, on three, or well, starting at three, we'll count down to one. We'll all say survival tactic. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. All right, three. Two, one, survival Survival tactic!
2: Tactic. Nailed it.